Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Now it is time for Powering Your Property here on SG Extra, where we bring you the latest property sector news and updates. So the real estate market kicked off with a measured start in the first quarter of 2022. And that's according to both of Property Guru's property indices. We're talking here about the Singapore Property Sale Market Index and the Singapore Property Rental Market Index. The Singapore Property Sale Price Index actually saw a 1.98% quarter-on-quarter growth compared to the 5.07% quarter-on-quarter increase recorded from the third to fourth quarter of last year. So it is evident now that the effects of the December 2021 cooling measures are being felt in the private property market this quarter, especially in the non-landed private property market. Yeah, so in the meantime, both the HDB and private rental markets are booming. Median asking prices of rental properties saw a new high hitting 265.07 points, while the HDB rental market registered the biggest spike in the first quarter of this year. And don't forget, we've also just heard that the supply of private homes under the government land sales program for the second half of this year has been raised. All of this in response to resilient demand and declining unsold inventory. So, what's next? Well, Dr. Tan T. Kuhn, Country Manager, Property Guru Singapore, joins us. Hi, Dr. Tan. Hi, Bharati and team. Pleasure to be with you on air. Mm, Dr. Thank Tan, you. the HDB resale uh, flat market has been asking prices on property guru growing for 15 consecutive quarters now. So what's keeping the HDB resale market vibrant and buoyant? Well, uh, Tim, there are multiple factors contributing to this. Firstly, there are the BTO, built-to-order mm-hmm. construction delays, and those buyers unwilling to wait out long BTO completion times continue to funnel towards the HDB resale market. Additionally, the newly MOP flat and these are flats which have reached five years of owner occupation that entered the open market in 2021 have contributed to the rise in prices as they tend to command a higher price due to their longer remaining lease and move-in condition. And lastly, due to the absence of new executive condominium and condominium launches in the first quarter of this year, some HDB upgraders have also turned towards resale HDB flats. So the strong appetite for public housing will keep the HDB resale market buoyant in the months to come, in my view. And so it is unlikely that we will see a dip in flat prices until the BTO flat supply is fully restored. Mm, Here's the thing. We saw over 4,000 BTO flats launched just last month and more to come. How would this change the equation, if at all? Well, with uh, these new flats coming to the market, which will take some time, right? Because they would take three to five years to build. Mm. And depending on the locations for which they are launched, buyers may then become more selective. So it depends on whether the buyers are able to wait out for the next three to five years and they have a chance at the BTO alerting or they prefer the more immediate and ready to move in resale flat. Dr. Tan, non-landed properties saw asking prices climb for 8% and landed properties up to eight quarters rather and nine quarters uh, for landed property. How about HDB? Will the growth be measured in the previous quarter? Well, for HDB, we have seen actually up to 15 quarters of growth. Mm -hmm. The prices have gone up, but volume has actually come down more recently, showing that there could be some price resistance in the meanwhile. And the jury is still out as to whether HDB prices will continue to uh, move northward. Do you think private property market prices will waver in the coming months? Well, it depends on the stock that is available, isn't it? And, And Tim, you know, we know that 
that inventory uh, declined tremendously. There has been a lot of buying in the market by property seekers. And even with the announcement just earlier on, on H2 2022, government land sales program, there are additional uh, six sites giving some 3,055 units to the market. This will take some time because these out for tender. And the tender, for example, of the Marina Bay Garden site is only going out in December. Right. So in the meanwhile, I believe that prices will continue to move upward and it depends on which particular location. It may have been a differentiated price increase. Mm. So not much impact in the short term, but surely in the medium to long term, we might see today's announcement have some sort of an impact. How do you That's expect right. developers to respond to all of this in terms of how they plan and how they price all of these new developments going forward? I think for developers, they would have to plan for the longer term because currently some developers they need to replenish their land bank they are already selling out their current development then there are those developers who are still launching or they have launched recently and they have not sold out everything Mm. so for developers in order to continue to sell they will have to price competitively uh, so that uh, they will be able to garner the eyeballs of uh, potential buyers. Dr. Tan, let's talk about the rental markets because HDB and even private rental markets are booming what do you think is driving the increase? Well, uh, like I said earlier, Tim, because of the delays in BTO completions, right? So uh, the locals have to find a place for the accommodation, especially for those perhaps intending to get married or they have a new addition to the family. They can't stay with their folks any longer because you know the current property is bursting at the seam, mm. and so they yeah, so they will have to move out. And of course, post. COVID, we have now a hybrid uh, workplace, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And so you spend some time in office, but you know, you are just as productive working from home. And that's why you need to carve out spaces within your current home for that purpose. And if you can't, you just really have to rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why renters are going up because we are seeing it being fueled by local demand rather than foreigners. Mm, but as borders reopen, I'm sure the foreigners will come back as well, right? That's right. That's right. And they will come back again and Some of these who may intend to buy, for example, for their children's education, right, may also rent in view of the fact that cooling measures prevailed last December uh, 2021, bringing foreigner uh, additional buyer stamp duty to 30%, right? So they may just um, rent for their children's education. So how would you assess the overall impact of the last round of cooling measures? And of course, let's not forget the property tax rates for both non-owner-occupied and owner-occupied residential property will start going up next year. How do you expect all of this to change the equation as we move forward? I think, Bharati, the sentiment that was uh, immediately felt for the, by the cooling measure took place in the first quarter uh, of this year. So you see buyers actually holding back assessing their option and some of them may have plans to buy bigger units they may have to now contend for smaller units some of them may actually move from the private residential property market where they're eyeing a good uh, purchase to the HDB resale market because if they have a million dollars they can buy say a four or five room flat in the HDB resale market as compared to a one better in a private market that's something that the buyers consider and so the immediate impact is for them to reassess and some uh, may feel that 
that they need to save some more. Mm. And therefore, they will resort to renting for the time being. In these days we're living in, it's kind of hard to save some more. Dr. Tanti Kun is the country manager for Property Guru Singapore. We're talking to you right here about the latest in the property market. Dr. Tan, do you have any advice to anyone looking for a home to rent, to buy? What should they be doing at this point? For those who are looking to rent, all indicators seem to point towards another rate hot quarter of the mm. rental market and beyond. With rental prices close to their peak, those who need temporary accommodation now while waiting for the completion of their new home can actually look at co-living spaces, especially for those who are singles mm. or couples who might be more budget conscious. For those who are still keen on renting HDB flats or condominiums, they can right-size their needs by renting smaller units, apartments in less central areas. Further from the MRT, exercise more by walking 10 more minutes. <laughs> all right. Good advice. Or, we all yeah. need it, don't we? Yep. That's right, that's right. Or even find a couple of friends who would like to lease a unit together mm. and share the rental cost. What would you say are the most effective cooling measures that perhaps need to be tweaked or as we move forward, do some of them need to be rolled back? At this point, just give us your assessment of the state of things when it comes to cooling measures. Well, in my view, uh, the government could consider reviewing the ABSD for second time Singaporean buyers. And that's because I look at it this way. If I have a property to stay in mm-hmm. and I invest in another property in Singapore, I'm actually investing in Singapore, right? And at the same time, I'm also looking after myself because this second property can be leased out. And in my golden years, I would then have the ability to have rental and therefore look after myself. So this is something I thought may be practical for the government to consider. All right, doctor. Thank you very much for sharing your insights with us in the property sector this afternoon. Dr. Tan T. Kuhn, the country manager for Property Guru Singapore, joining us here on SG Extra on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.